Welcome to Living Water Radio. A rivulet is a small stream. Today, we're going to look at 10 practical means by which people might follow such a rivulet to a place that leads them to receive the streams of living water, that is, God, the Holy Spirit, and be filled. Stay with us and see what they are. My name is Pastor David Burkettall. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a Christian Church Disciples of Christ, United Church of Christ ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California, and in San Dimas, California, for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the more than 100 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Between the two of us, we have over 80 years of ordained ministry experience. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. All streams have currents. They are always moving. Today we're going to look at 10 ways you can point people to the living water. These are not things you can do. Only God can transform lives through faith, a living relationship with the one true living God. These are small things that the Holy Spirit can use as the means to move within people you know and care about to bring about life transformation. They are like rivulets. Rivulets can lead us to streams, streams of living water. I was standing outside the Hallmark store in San Dimas the other day. Their slogan since 1944 has been, When you care enough to send the very best which I think is appropriate for today. God sent us his very best. How do we participate in sharing that good news? The following are ideas from others' experiences that I have seen online and revised, or accumulated from reading books and articles and have revised, or things that I've heard about and revised, though with no source that I can find or remember, but for whose inspiration I am grateful. I came up with many of them from my own experience. Number one, wear a sign. Oh, you don't have to put on a sandwich board and walk down the street. A sign is something that points to something else. Wear your grandmother's gold cross necklace, your father's fish pin, or buy your own. Wear a t-shirt or a polo shirt with your church's name on it or with a Christian message. They can create opportunities to share Jesus. In my experience, it's mainly existing Christians who will respond, but you never know who will see them or who will comment. Number two, text somebody. Text them from church. Guess where I am? It's really good. Come with me next Sunday. Number three, leave a pen. Have pens made up with information about your church printed on them. Leave them wherever you see them used in public. When you can, ask someone working at a store or a restaurant if they need pens. They usually do and are happy to get them. Say something brief and good about your church as you give them to them. Get them into circulation around the community you serve. Number four, forward email announcements from your church to people. Include an encouraging message, and when the time is right, invite them to come to church with you. As Paul writes to the church at Corinth in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, starting at the 18th verse, 
All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So we are ambassadors for Christ, since God is making his appeal through us. We entreat you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. Number five, forward a link to your church's digital media to someone you know and care about. The restrictions on in-person worship have required churches to get creative and develop alternatives such as podcasts, blogs, Zoom gatherings, and digital forms of worship. Your church likely live streams your worship services or uses YouTube or Facebook or other media. It's easier to invite people to take part in your church's worship services than ever. Just send them a link. Invite them to talk about what they have seen with you afterward. Number six, mail the good news. Did you get a Christmas card from someone last Christmas? Did it have a stamp with a Christian message on it? It created an impression, didn't it? Did you send them? Stock up on greeting cards with a Christian message and send them for holidays, birthdays, to say thank you, times of sadness or celebration, and so on. State your faith. Number seven, remember your godchild. Were you a godfather or godmother or a sponsor at someone's baptism? Be a consistent presence in your godchild's life and encourage him or her in their Christian growth and in their membership in a local church. Send Christian gifts at the anniversary of their baptism, other life event celebrations, and on Christian holidays. Remind them of the good things God has done for them. Number eight, strengthen your faith. Work on yourself, not on your witness. Relax. The Holy Spirit will give you the appropriate message to share. Read your Bible, pray, read Christian books, websites, and blogs. Serve others in the name of Jesus. Always be ready to be the means by which the Holy Spirit acts. As Peter counsels in 1 Peter, the third chapter, beginning at the 14th verse, But even if you do suffer for doing what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear, and do not be intimidated. But in your hearts sanctify Christ as Lord. Always be ready to make your defense to anyone who demands from you an accounting for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and reverence. Keep your conscience clear, so that when you are maligned, those who abuse you for your good conduct in Christ may be put to shame. Number nine, listen for an opening. I don't know what to do. I feel so stressed. Everything has changed during this pandemic, and so on. Could be openings for empathetic listening. Listen. Share your experiences and your wisdom. Listen some more. Share what your faith has meant to you. Number 10. Witness when eating at a restaurant. Pray before your meal just like at home. Not to show your righteousness, but to be visible and unashamed. Let your light shine. Leave a big tip. Show your server that Christians can be grateful and generous. To share your faith, you've got to have something to give away. 
The most important thing that I can say about being a witness to the work of God is to work on yourself. That is, to be open and receptive to God's working on you. As Jesus said in Matthew 10, beginning at the 16th verse, See, I am sending you out like sheep into the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of them, for they will hand you over to councils and flog you in their synagogues, and you will be dragged before governors and kings because of me, as a testimony to them and the Gentiles. When they hand you over, do not worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say, for what you are to say will be given to you at that time. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Now, at that time, things were in flux for Jesus and his disciples, who were all Jews. It was a time of stress regarding who Jesus was. And today we might even say the same thing about our experiences in some congregations. But remember, when you give a defense of your faith, it is not you who speak, it is God speaking through you. Don't spend a lot of time thinking about your testimony. Make of yourself a good instrument. Listen to God. Let things happen in God's time. You are not in control. God is. You never know when people might respond to God's activity through one of these means. Be patient. Maybe these ten rivulets will stimulate your own thinking about how you can share the faith that God has given you. May they be the means by which people you know and care about come to receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit, that is, like streams of living water. When you care enough to be the means by which people come to know Jesus, the very best, the only Savior of the world. Today, let's remember to pray for all those who have yet to get the vaccines and the booster, because they are most at risk to themselves and to others. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer sometime today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at the Revs David and Sally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David Burkadal and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to either of the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune into the worship service they have available and support your church financially so that it will be fully functioning as we move now out of the variants and back into the new normal. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. They're trying to find their footing. They're trying to keep everybody happy. You know how impossible that is. Support them. Pray for them. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody, contact a friend or a relative, Google a local national hotline, talk with a professional, reach out. You are not alone. There are people around you who will walk with you through this dark time and into the light. 
Wear a mask when you're outside your home. Practice social distancing. Wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Get your vaccine. It's the one thing you can do to keep lowering the curve and to literally save lives. Do it for the sake of others. Avoid crowds if you can, and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. We all struggle in some way. Be a helper and an encourager. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated. <music>